It's 11.59 on Radio Free BTC. This is your host, Joe Fi, with music and the truth till dawn. Right now I have a few words for our brothers and sisters behind enemy lines. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. It's 12 o'clock, Bitcoiners. Another day closer to victory. Stay tuned for news and more right after this quick break. Welcome back, Bitcoiners. You are listening to Radio Free BTC. I am your host, Joe Fi, and you are listening to the most listened to Bitcoin podcast uh, by my mom and sisters. And today, today we're honored, we're privileged to have the uh, the one, the only, L. Brandon Martin. <laughs> uh, Brandon, uh, if you don't know him, you should follow him on Twitter because... Uh, uh, he's very, very, very active. He's got a great Twitter game, great meme game. And, uh, I, I had the privilege of, uh, hanging out, uh, meeting Brandon L Brandon in Austin, as well as Phoenix. You barely meet made Phoenix, right? You what missed, missed your flight or, uh, I can't remember what we'll, we'll get into that. So, but, uh, so if you don't know, he, he's, a tattoo artist as well and I, I definitely have some questions about that i may or may not have been uh a little drunk in phoenix and promised to get a bitcoin tattoo but we'll see about that <laughs> and uh so brandon why why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself first you know where you're from what you know what you do how you got into uh bitcoin sure well i'm from uh, washington state um western washington uh between um seattle and portland it's like we call us up, you know, we're a 90 minute drive in any direction between the beach, and the mountains, and two of the most rurally populated cities on the West Coast, Portland and Seattle. So we're a perfect little hub of everything. Uh, so I guess I'm getting into Bitcoin. This is an incredible story, much like everyone else has an incredible Bitcoin story. You know, we go on and on and on. But, you know, it came in uh, out of left field, to be honest. I wasn't looking to put money into things or even look at a new interest or hobby, but it was so powerful that, you know, I had no choice but to kind of start looking into it and researching. <clears throat> By researching, uh, I mean, I found uh, Max Kaiser. He was, he was my introductory into all of this. <laughs> like, I had no idea what the hell Bitcoin was, uh, but you know, I've been watching Infowars the last year with Alex Jones and stuff, and uh, I never was a, you know, looking into any of these secondary ideas, you know, the, the underground news kind of thing, you know, the, the anti-mainstream uh, uh, narratives anyway. And one day watching it, uh, you know, this really adamant guy popped on, just fucking talking about something I've never heard about Bitcoin, you know? And uh, so I was like, man, this guy's all hopped up about something. This guy acts like, you know, I do when I'm excited about things. So, <laughs> so I, mean, I didn't get very much from him on, on, on Infowars and stuff. I just, I just got basically like, uh, you know, he, he was on the orange pill podcast and he's, uh, you know, talking about orange pilling people. And so I, I didn't know what the hell was happening. So 
uh, it was later that day or week I joined Twitter to start following him just to see what the hell he was talking about. And uh, the more and more I started following him, I, I was just blown away, just completely in disbelief about someone's adamancy about something I've never heard about. And so to discover what this is, why it is, why people are acting the way they are about it, you know, I, 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 I was 100% intrigued by it. And uh, since last year of February, I joined Twitter. I have not stopped investigating. <laughs> I have not stopped, you know, talking about it. And, uh, you know, listening to Max and Stacy on the orange pill is probably the single-handed, most effective form of learning about 21st century economics in this war zone we call Earth. <laughs> and, you know, all through time, all these different countries have had different currencies, different thoughts and belief systems. And, you know, it seemed like America and the United States and all these different surrounding countries have always been kind of, in my opinion, a little standoffish of each other. You know, who's going to control the freaking world? And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a list of, you know, top 10, top 20 kind of people out there trying to take it, you know, and even down to our people like uh, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, you know, Klaus Schwab. You know, <laughs> oh, oh. So in learning all about, about that on Infowars is great, but then getting into the economic side of it, you know, if you funny follow the money, you follow everything. You know, the money is where everyone starts going to, right? So if you follow the money, you follow all the politics, everything. Right now, the money's changing hands. It's, it's this is the biggest monetary shift ever to happen on the face of Earth. You know, from you know the fiat standard to the hardest money ever created. You know, the Bitcoin standard, and it is just amazing to sit on the sidelines watching all the biggest names talk about this idea of you know introducing this into the new the global economics. And holy shit, man! It's just like you see countries rise and fall, and people trying to ban it and you know trying to try and over and over again and it's just like the more you try to fight this thing the harder and stronger it freaking gets you know and uh so getting back to max and stacy on this orange pill podcast you know my whole life i've been trying to follow people that have been good, good influences people have been doing things more than a year two years and i actually try to find people that's been trying that's been doing it for a long time and so, so finding and learning that they've been doing the Bitcoin podcasting for the last 10 years during, you know, some of the earliest stages of adoption, who better to learn from than somebody, these two people that will match, you know, being, you know, a banker on Wall Street and, you know, making his own virtual currencies and stuff. This dude knows what the hell he's talking about. Clearly, <laughs> I would not listen to him if I thought he was full of shit even though he makes some pretty outrageous claims sometimes and paints the most beautiful analogies. Like, uh, I think that helps everybody in their learning curves. So, well, it, it, you know, Max sometimes, you know, he, he's so over the top, right? And, but he, he's literally the hammer that some people need to hear. And, and uh, you know, he, he played a big role in my orange pill as well. Uh, you know, I, I was... Uh, I was told about it by a crazy Ron Paul guy in 2012. And I was like, Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't until I, I, I started following Max and Stacy as well that, uh, 
you know, kind of things started to click. And it was, it was, I, I told Max this when I met him too. I'm like, it, it was Max telling me shit coins only exist to steal your Bitcoin. And that just resonated in my hand. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I should just focus on this one thing. And uh, that, that, that's so cool that, uh, I mean, you're a true Max Kaiser uh, orange pill recipient. That, that That's fantastic because, you know, obviously, well, that's why I met you at the uh, fuck Elon party, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, uh, I guess you wouldn't be there if you, if you weren't, but uh, I, no, that that's that's so cool. Yes, I I, I definitely. Oh, you know what? I, I've got uh, I've got my signed copy of that. <laughs> it it's hanging up on the wall, but I won't. Uh, I'm not going to go run and take it down. It's too far away. But <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I will throw it up on anybody uh, watching this on Rumble. I'll throw I'll throw a picture of that up because I've got it signed by you, uh, Stacy, and Max, and that was that was really cool. So. Uh, so, so, so that, that's kind of how you got into Bitcoin. So why, why don't you back it up a little bit? How did you get into tattoos and how did you get into, well, answer that first, but then how did you get into the, the digital, the digital art or the meme world or whatever you want to call it? So how'd you get into tattoos first? That is a great question. Um, <laughs> that's all I do. That's all I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm, artist my whole life uh, since I was a little kid you know just coloring with crayons and color pencils and stuff and I have an older sister she's a, a year older and she's a tattoo artist as well we uh we spent our whole lives competing with arts against each other who can draw the better whale or volcano or <laughs> dinosaur right you know and so you know through through her and you know uh bouncing ideas off each other so much and competing that uh, just out of high school, I started, um, you know, picking up tattooing. I had a buddy that brought me a bunch of uh, tattoo equipment that he got from a pawn shop one day and I just never, put it down. <laughs> I had so many dumb friends, you know, we'd, we'd spend, you know, all night drinking and partying and bust out the tattoo stuff. So it had some pretty rude, crude, you know, origins and beginnings, <laughs> but you know, with the repetitive, uh, you know, assault of crude tattoos, you know, one can only get better. I mean, some people can get worse at these kinds of things, but if, if you just keep practicing and pushing forward, eventually, you know, they start looking nicer. <laughs> it takes a while, but you know, you don't start out an amazing tattoo artist. Nobody does a, you know, you know, unless you have tons of the right equipment and people and surroundings and stuff. But for me, I just had a bunch of dumb friends that wanted tattoos no matter what it was so <laughs> you know eventually I got into an apprenticeship and started learning from uh you know the real guys in town and and then uh that kind of really helped blossom and well-rounded me working with a lot of different artists and uh, so tattooing I, I do that full-time now you know I've been doing it the last 10 years and uh, we've been out here at Tombstone right here for uh you know the last five years and I plan on being here at least another five years before moving to Central America. Uh, you, you, yeah. you might have a neighbor down there because uh, I, I've been working on talking the wife into, at least let's go check it out. Maybe buy something for, for later, you know, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into that too. But uh, it, it, uh, so, so that's how you got into tattoos. How, how did you get into, uh, you know, kind of what you're the, I don't know if you're the official or the unofficial uh, meme artist of uh, the Orange Pill podcast. 
uh, how, how did you get into the meme world? Like you said, you only joined Twitter. How long ago? Uh, uh, 18 months ago time, or a year ago? Or This time last year, one year. <laughs> yeah. so I've, I've only learned about Bitcoin for a year and stuff. And uh, just this last year has helped me save and accumulate more store wealth than I ever have. Like tremendous factors. This is a straight video game right now for me, you know, trying to, <laughs> of course, you know, living as a, as a Bitcoin. Coins, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I don't spend money extracurricularly. I, I live pretty conservatively. I, I spend just enough money to pay bills and the rest of it goes on the stack and sats, living like a poor man. Everyone thinks I'm <laughs> broken. I love that. So I, mean, I don't have to fight too hard right now because I got a nice little safety cushion. You know, the Swan dollar cost averaging is amazing to start saving. It's helped me accumulate so much. It just doesn't even feel like it's even happening. Uh, but getting into the memes, though, this is this is where the story begins. <laughs> I, I've enjoyed so much, you know. Uh, OK, uh, I, I joined Twitter because I had one of my ex-girlfriend's 12 year olds teaching me about the world economics, the most cutting edge world economics from Elon Musk. And I was like, what the hell, little kid? How do you know all this stuff? <laughs> so I was like. Twitter, you know, I, I, I've been anti-Twitter my whole life because, you know, I've, I've kind of lived my life on the other side of the tracks, you know, and, but, um, so I've got my iPad, my iPhone in the last few years, and then the last year, Twitter. So I, I got on Twitter most specifically for Max Kaiser because of all the things he was teaching and saying, and I just want to learn more about it. And it seemed like he's a Twitter, Twitter guru anyway. <laughs> I've, I've taken from him you know he's like an amazing journalist entrepreneur you know activist and uh, right now you know bitcoin ambassador to the world okay so so i started all that to tell you this so listening to the orange bill podcast is so enlightening that like uh you know you're listening to it and what do you do just gawk at the screen <laughs> just, just gawk at the screen no it's like my the way i do it is like i learn best through listening. I don't have to physically stare at you, Joe, to, to learn about you. What I'll do is I'll, I'll do other things. I'll draw my tattoos in the morning. I'll get everything done. I'll be doing like side research while I'm just always listening to them in the background. And um, so after I get all my work done, I'm still listening to the podcast and all of a sudden Max says some hilarious analogy, right? And so I'm like, oh man, he's painting pictures in my head. So I'm like, I got to express these ideas. So I've been, uh, you know, trying to recreate art and ideas uh, uh, in the meme world for uh, for Max and Stacy because it just uh, it helps paint a picture of the analogies they're trying to say and spread. But as well as like, you know, you look at a meme these days, and it is like the fastest way to comprehend an idea because. It, we could see a thousand images in less than 30 seconds and we could almost register almost every one of those images. Boom, 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 boom. So if you give someone one image, you know, if it's funny or, or not or whatever, it's like people can determine a lot about what's happening based on that image. So I've been, I've kind of been trying to do that uh, where, you know, using Max and Stacy as like characters almost, you know, Photoshopping their heads on almost damn anything, you know, <laughs> time it brings a whole new perspective and piece of artwork you know and i think really it's 
it's a mix of a lot of things. One, it's a meme. Two, it's funny. Three, it's informative. Four, I have a great time making artwork where I'm just sitting here chuckling to myself about things because I know how it's going to affect others. So I'll love like making and, and then uh, tagging Max and Stacy in it, putting some information in there. And then once it gets on internet and Twitter, it's like uh, <laughs> if Max or Stacy reshares it, they got an enormous fan base. So, I mean, I feel, um, I feel honored that those images can be sent worldwide in just a single click of a button to help change people's minds. So, so, so on, on the topic of means, I've got two questions for you. Uh, what, what do you think your biggest, like the most shared uh, meme that you've created is? And then secondly, what, what was your favorite one, whether or not that was the same or not? Uh, and then I'll pop it up for people watching, uh, you know, those memes. If uh, I mean, so, so, so yeah, what, what was your most shared or your biggest? And then, and then uh, what, what's your favorite? Um, that's a great point. Um, so, <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or anything, but. <laughs> no, great question. Glad you asked that because that's kind of, this is going to be a big answer here. So one of my first ones I remember doing that um, was the Bitcoin Jesus. It was just Jesus with a Bitcoin in the background and it was ambient. Well, you know, Jesus. <laughs> so freaking funny because the very first podcast of the Orange Pill I was watching was that like, it was a psychedelic revelation. I think that's what it was. That's the first one I kind of remember anyway. And I was like, my God, this is a trip. This is, going down the rabbit hole and then you, as you're going down the rabbit hole you have max kaiser telling you all about what's happening you know so you know i was like what the fuck is going on in the world hey you know i gotta pay attention to this shit i got someone that's more adamant about a thought process than i've ever seen in my life you know and, uh, so i started out with bitcoin jesus because i thought it was hilarious that it was tied into like a religious idea it's like you know it's like spreading the word of fucking jesus you know where you give someone the light and it keeps resonating become prophets of the light that's the same thing with bitcoin man it's like once you learn about bitcoin all you want to do is spread that word because it's such a higher you know uh cause to the development and saving your sovereignty and your wealth and your protection and you know it, it hit me so home that i felt like i had been blessed by satoshi you know and and i totally get max like you know this is bitcoin a religion you know, somebody might ask themselves, you're damn right, it's a religion, you know? <laughs> it's something that some people believe in so adamantly that they want everyone to know about it because it not only helps you, it can help like spark that life back into people that have been slacking it for so long. And to see someone's fire again, it's like, holy crap, we need lighting fires all over the place for humanity again. The world is just a better place. You yeah. know? And, uh, well, I I, I always tell like family members and whatever. I'm like, yeah, it's a cult. Of course it's a cult, but, but you know, what, what other cult is going to change the way that uh, the world change the world as we know it and free humanity. That's a, that's the kind of cult I want to be part of. There we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that's the, ma oh, the macho man glasses. I love it. <laughs> There's our thumbnail. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's an idea, you know, it's, 
it, it, Macho Man, you know, it, that was the idea I wanted to bring and associate Bitcoin because it's just an outrageous, just it's a party time, man. And then once you learn about it, it's it's not just saving your wealth anymore. It's, it's just so exciting to be part of a revolution. How better to express yourself than like with obnoxious wearing, you know, actually, I start, I got these glasses specifically for, uh, you know, meeting all you plebs down in Austin. I wanted to come and fall <laughs> in just like the hype man, you know, so. <laughs> you know, it's better to hype out like, a new Slim Jam, you know, like, let's get it on. And I've noticed that, like, when I walk into a room with that energy, people, like, feed on that. And, you know, meeting, uh, uh, like, Eastside Tony down in Austin, too, it's just like, he became an instant brother. You know, you guys just instantly kind of, like, we clung to each other because it was, like, amazing to see people's energies with this. Uh, I can't wait for Miami. I, I'm so excited. It, it's been, you, you know, after Phoenix, I'm like, oh, it, well, well, they'll probably have another one in a month or two or, you know, and, and it's now it's been like six months or longer. And I, uh, I need my fix of you crazy motherfuckers. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Gary too, that that's for sure. So uh, uh, yeah, for, for, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Gary's renting out the Bitcoin house in Miami and I, I've got a room and Brandon's got a room and uh, I, I know you don't have a ticket yet. Anybody that wants to donate, Brandon's looking, <laughs> but oh, uh, you know, did you go? So I was in, uh, you know, the competition for four people trying to win two tickets for the general admission worth about $700, $800, but I didn't win the top two. Uh, I actually thought I wasn't going to win a ticket, but uh you know, uh, Crypto News Alerts, he sent me a text saying, uh, you know, the runner-up, Scott, um, you know, just a, a festival a festival ticket. So right. I I end up getting a ticket, you know. So, I mean, even if it's just a festival, whatever, you know, it'll help me uh, save a lot of money if I don't want to go with the general admission or whatever. I, hey, I, I think there'll be plenty of tickets to be found if you're there. So <laughs> that's just my hunch. So, but who knows? I, I've never been to one. Uh no, yeah, that that was really cool too. The 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 Twitter thing. I, I, you know what? I I like you. I'm very very new to Twitter, and I I used to despise Twitter, and you know my my whole libertarian brain. I didn't like Facebook, and I didn't like Twitter, and but uh, I have to I have to admit defeat that Bitcoin Twitter is worth it. <laughs> it yeah. It's worth it's worth all the bullshit that comes with Twitter. <laughs> because it is worth it because of the memes, because of uh, people just precisely boiling things down in a, you know, such a short form and, you know, calling these people on their bullshit. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't even know if anyone saw it, but I, I uh, tweeted at Steve Hankey and asked him if it hurt when he lost his soul. <laughs> and, and, you know, cause, cause he's out there cheerleading against El Salvador. I'm like, that means you want poor people to be poorer and suffer more. What kind of evil does that take? And I, I that's what I just love about Twitter, but uh, I'm sure I'll get banned. We'll all get banned at some point, but let's enjoy the ride while we can. So back to your art though, actually, hang on one second. I, I want to show the people something. Hang on one second. All right. This is what I wanted to show everybody. And those of you listening, this is the book of Max the book of max the book of max kaiser right and the the oh did you do all the artwork in here or is it uh mostly yours 
I mean, uh, I recognize a lot of them, but uh, um, anyhow, uh, but the cover is done by Brandon. So, so how did, how did you, uh, how did you come to do this artwork, which was originally for the uh, Phoenix show, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then how did they, did they ask you to, if they could do it for the cover or, you know, how, how'd that work? Um, well, I mean, I, um, everyone reached out to me for the artwork, you know, so I just, I was uploading as much of it as I can. And uh, they, they only <laughs> used a fraction of it in the book. I only probably have about like five or maybe 10 pages of artwork. I haven't, uh, I haven't got <laughs> only <laughs> the mail. Uh, so I would say maybe about, uh, maybe a third of all the art that's in there is created by me, but, uh, uh, Brecky Von Bitcoin on Twitter reached out, uh, to help me or wanted me to design the cover and stuff. And, uh, I, you know, I asked Max what he wanted the most and he, uh, it was either the one of, you know, him in the robe with, uh, the, the, uh, you know, with the Bitcoin behind him and shit, it kind of like the, the Bitcoin Jesus look, um, or it was that one. And it, it seemed like everyone shifted towards that last one that's on the cover now, because uh, it's just, you know, you look at it and it's an explosive image. It's, it's basically sums up a Bitcoiner in, in one image, you know, and um, uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, they, they, I guess that is just the most accurate way of portraying what's in the book, you know, through one image, that, that image single-handedly represents the entire book, you know, the optimism, the relentlessness, the, uh, just the pure, you know, optimism of it all is, and, so, you know, it just ties you into Satoshi directly. So, so, so a question for you on the book, right? I, uh, I saw Stacy Herbert tweet about uh they they had the opportunity to meet uh, the president of el salvador naib bukele and naib bukele said that uh he had a copy of the book of max so, so i just wanted to see what what kind of head trip that was <laughs> oh there we go so, this so that is was the one. The, that's I'll the og that's the one that kicked off this whole charade <laughs> that's awesome so 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 what was it a head trip to know that uh you know your artwork is uh laying on the coffee table of presidents <laughs> how, how did that affect you I, i'm just curious well <laughs> it's pretty amazing actually like everything <laughs> that happened is unbelievable you know what uh, i sent I just sent Stacy down uh, 11 different shirts, the kinds that you're wearing for different members of Congress down in El Salvador. And she was telling me that uh, she might be gifting one of those shirts to the president as well. <laughs> so you're telling me he's gonna have a book and a shirt and it's, it's, it's amazing, dude. It's like, I can't even believe some of these things that are happening right now i try to tell people and i wave my hands a lot like this is amazing but you know you get that slack i was like oh he's going on a bitcoin talk again and so i can't talk to a lot of people in my area about this shit because no one has a single freaking clue what the hell i'm talking about you know i, I was telling you i was telling uh you before the that we started recording here but the, to the other people it's like you know why do you do the why do you do that podcast you know 
Is anyone listening? I don't care if anyone listens. This is this is for therapy for me, so I, I can talk about Bitcoin to people that actually get it, you know. And I'm not not just only trying to red pill or orange pill all the time. And so it, 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 this is therapy for me, and it's probably a relief for my wife, so she doesn't have to listen to me uh, <laughs> t- t- tell her about the the uh, economic tyranny of uh, of the dollar. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I get it, I get it, I get it. So. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so do, do, you, do you think uh, Bukele will be wearing this shirt? And, and actually, I, I do want to get into the shirts as well. Uh, do you think Bukele will be wearing it for the Bitcoin speech? Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be making a big announcement in Miami. Uh, so hopefully he'll be wearing that for that. <laughs> you know, I designed those shirts for a tropical, you know, paradise, you know, Hawaiian style environment. So if he doesn't wear it in Miami or any of those places and, you know, <laughs> fine, he, he's missing out on a grand opportunity, <laughs> you know, but, you know, that shirt, I mean, is, I feel like I, he just might, you know, if, uh, if that is really happening and I mean, uh, I haven't, I haven't heard anything if they received the package yet, but I've just, <laughs> I'm assuming everything's going to go according to plan and, um, you know, uh, I you know I, I just hope that maybe he throws it on and get some pictures, maybe a video, so I can really uh, brag about what we had done this year. You know, <laughs> holy moly, how cool! So, so, so let's back it up for uh, for the listeners here. So, so you, you get into Twitter and you start memeing uh, with Max and Stacy, and uh, n- now you're kind of uh, you've you've. Uh, not redirected but you've also got gotten into merch and uh <laughs> oh yeah that's that's when we thought elon was cool for a second and then max was like <laughs> fuck elon. He turned into a fuck elon tour and it just started going south you know that's, south. that's awesome so, <laughs> so actually before i forget to ask you is besides the twitter do you have a website or anything where like you keep all your artwork uh for people to see or uh i'm definitely going to link to your etsy page uh but uh what where 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 can they find you on the website or well i don't really i do have uh, instagram for um max and stacy it's called uh the orange pilled pleb on instagram and i only got a bunch of my artwork on there just specifically for them and the events and uh, photography some videos i haven't updated in, in a while but i'm i'm going to be doing that here really shortly because i got a lot of content for them and that's just <laughs> a really good outlet that a lot of other people have is instagram and stuff and it really just helps me organize all the content i'm creating for them but then also my etsy account is pretty much designed for max and stacy merchandise as well so you can go buy something uh, there's some, um, you know, tour posters on there and uh, just random merchandise. Uh, so, some of it's more for comic relief also, you know. Uh, Absolutely. I, I, sh- I should have introduced you at the beginning of this as L. Brandon is the official wardrober of JoFi because, it, you know, you, you keep posting uh, new shirts and I'm like, oh, I need that one. I need that one. Click, click, click. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so it... Uh, I, I, I tell you what, I, I mean, besides this, the, the t-shirts are just fantastic for, you get some really, really, really weird looks, but it, but it is a great conversation starter. So uh, you, everybody listening, you have to check out his Etsy site. 
so so how did you get into that i mean oh that, that that's the best part about his shirts too is half of them are inside jokes <laughs> and it, anybody lit he, he just showed his the shirt he's wearing which says economic hitman with a awesome bitcoin logo that uh you created that bitcoin logo too or the ears and yeah uh the devil horns uh yeah. but uh who somebody in uh, one of the uh politicians opposed to Bukele in, in El Salvador accused Max Kaiser of being economic hitman. <laughs> and it, I, I mean, anybody that knows the first thing about Max to call him an economic hitman is, is just the, the uh, most off base thing you could ever call somebody. It'd be like, you know, whatever it, it, it was ridiculous. And so to, to have a shirt like that, that quick, that was awesome. So uh, so, so how did you get into Etsy? Did somebody just say, Hey, you should put on a t-shirt or how did you get into that? Well, no, I was, I had an Etsy for our, um, our tattoo shop here. And, and I just thought it'd be a great idea just to branch off and just make an orange pill podcast one and, uh, um, just start throwing merchandise on it. So I mean, with my memes, I thought most of them are funny. So I figured if I can put some of them on, on shirts, you know, people might buy them and man, my, my first week of being open on my shop i i had some enormous sales because i was uh advertising it all the time and i haven't been advertising it recently because uh you know it's it's hard to you know approach the bitcoin game with strictly trying to sell stuff so i meant really for me about education and in art and and stuff like that but then every now and then i'll post a new shirt and try to link something i just don't want to be known for just strictly trying to hustle in it and selling t-shirts so it's kind of a side not no, nothing wrong with selling people stuff something they want. There, there's nothing wrong with that. So, absolutely, and and you know, Etsy has just been a really good platform. I haven't really been very good at, at internet and sales and stuff like that. So it's just a good platform for me just to kind of think around with. And Etsy is really good because I can uh, I don't have to have any of the merchandise on me. It's just like a print on demand through third party printing companies. So I have a lot of access to different materials and. And you don't have to deal with all the shipping and all the craziness that run comes with an online business, but these, you did have to do that with. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I got to ship out some today. Cause I know, uh, Travis, he, he's, he, his is a, a little delayed and I got to get that in the mail today for him and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, um, so he's asked me about that already. And, uh, so speaking of, I, speaking I of Travis, Oh, Speaking of Travis, he's coming on to talk about home mining uh, probably tomorrow or the day after. So uh, tra Travis is a good guy, but but you know what? Fuck him. Fuck you, Travis, because he's trying to well he's trying to back out of not coming down to Miami. So you know, oh, fuck, really? fuck, fuck oh, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> we won't see you there, Travis. Well, we might. <laughs> if you if you come, we'll see you. Yeah, no it. It, it, no, Travis is definitely a good guy. Definitely a good guy. So, I, uh, so so you know the, the the store. Oh, you know what? Be, before I forget, because because most people listen to this podcast. What is the name of your Etsy store? Oh, um, you know it. You would think that it'd have something to do with uh, the Orange Pill podcast or Bitcoin, but um, no. That my store is actually my. Uh, my business name, it's uh, Piranha Inc. Studios. Piranha, like uh, the little fish piranha. Not piranha, <laughs> kind of 
you know, have some kind of, you know, uh, some kind of uh, ether energy, not that kind of prana, but, you know, <laughs> hi, ran, ha, little, little fish, Piranha Inc. Studios. And uh, so sometimes my, uh, my links to my shirts uh, don't work because they expire and I'm just kind of, uh, I'm not that up to on updating things all the time. So I've noticed I got to start doing that because uh, like the shirt you're wearing, some of the links, uh, they'll, they'll get taken down after one sold. And, and so then the links become, you know, obsolete and I have to update them and stuff. So if you ever want to go check out the merchandise, if the links aren't working, you can go visit Piranha Inc. Studios on Etsy and you'll have full access to whatever I got and more than likely be able to pick up a shirt there. That, 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 that is so awesome. And you know what? I, I know, I know we got you running a note and, and, and uh, maybe we got to get you a, a BTC shop uh, where somebody can come and buy, buy a t-shirt with lightning because I know I certainly would, but, uh, <laughs> but you know what? It, I, there's so much infrastructure. That's so easy for Fiat. I'm not going to give anybody a hard, Oh, can you hear my dog? That's uh, <laughs> I, I, he, yeah, they're sitting here waiting to go outside, but uh, no, he, his shop is definitely worth checking out. And, and the cool thing uh, it, it pays to, to check back often because, you know, I mean, I, obviously everybody should follow L Brandon on uh, Twitter, but if you don't check back at the store often, because it, he's always changing the uh, content. And I I've, I've even gone back. I'm like, Oh, I need that one. I need that one. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's definitely good stuff. So no, you, know I what, even, I, you might even have some shirts. You, you might even have some shirts that I've only made one of man. So you, you'll, you have some, you have a collection of some rare shirts because they're very, very limited production. They'll be worth yeah. some money. Half your shirts actually haven't been renewed. So I think you have one of a kind t-shirts out there. <laughs> really cool combine them from the beginning and uh, i think i think like you might have like maybe three or four shirts that i've, I've only sold one of <laughs> either that's awesome or it means i've got uh the taste of that only is one of a kind oh here say hi to oh hey he wants, to say. he wants to say hi <laughs> yeah well he's a like they wouldn't be sold or nothing it's just uh um i i don't for them very well and not a lot of people uh you know are part of our groups are, are hearing about the links and stuff and so you know but it's funny that like maybe like when uh like i, sh I share a t-shirt on twitter and and, and max reshares it it seems like there's just a lot more of activity <laughs> flowing through and so i, I kind of utilize him as a reach out for uh, uh media and stuff to kind of amplify the signals and stuff and you know, uh, I, I noticed that he's on Twitter in the mornings plugging away and uh, I'll be listening to stuff and watching all the new posts and stuff. And it'll seem like in the mornings we, we just try to amplify, uh, you know, the signals out there with the shirts and merchandise and just uh, um, just the things that they're working on. You know, Twitter is just this amazing outlet of just, you know, amplification, amplifying every thought process. And so it's, it's fun that take off the mornings, you know, plugging away, learning about new things and be involved in some of these, like, like the giveaway, I wouldn't have scored this ticket if I wasn't plugging on, you know, Twitter and, uh, you know, writing, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever they're called, uh, you know, oh, anyway, uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's great writing about other people's things to promote them. And, uh, 
when people see and suggest that, I mean, it's, it kind of puts you in the loop of communication. And that's all it is. You know, right behind our screens here, we can almost access anybody in the world to be able to talk to people about ideas. So it's, it's amazing. And that, that, that's the cool thing about Bitcoin. The, the Bitcoin space is like no other space I've ever, ever experienced in my life. It's where, you know, you've got the people that are supposedly, you know, the big gurus, you know, Max Kaiser, the Stacy's, you know, uh, people like that. And you know what, they're, they're, I haven't met anyone in the Bitcoin space at any of these events that was like, oh, I don't have time for you, or I don't want to talk to you or anything like that. It's People, maybe because it were so early that uh, people are still down to earth and, you know, there's, but I, I, I literally just think that it, it, it's, it's the mindset of Bitcoin where it's like, you know what, I'm just a Bitcoiner, you know, I'm, I'm one of 21 million. I, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what I think. I can't change the, the, the network. I can't change Bitcoin. I'm just one of the system. And, uh, that, you know, I've always got that from you, Max, Stacy, everybody. And it, it's, it's really cool that, I mean, it, it's kind of like a side, uh, side bonus of being a Bitcoiner. It's like the people are really fucking cool. <laughs> you got, I mean, I don't have any, I don't have really good friends. You know, I have a, a lot of acquaintances. I'm, I'm kind of pretty private. And so it's, it's actually a big thing for me to, even have a, a group out there to talk to. And, uh, you know, even though if you guys are my internet friends, <laughs> Bitcoin friends, uh, I, I, I talk with you guys almost more regularly than, you know, my family. Like, I talk to Gary like a hundred times more than my own mother. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll be talking to you guys at, like at, late at night and in the mornings and shit, just, you know, plugging away thought process, trying to get things all dialed in. You know, it's funny that, like I'm saying, I don't have a lot of people around me that, you know, uh, I hang out with be, be out, outside the tattoo shop. But, you know, inside of my tablet here and in the Internet, all you guys are just making these amazing attempts on doing and relocating and challenging and, you know, doing activism and stuff like you guys are my people. The, the town around here. Is I'm around this sleepy little town, you know, it's, there's not a lot going on. It's a big, it's a big farming community kind of out here. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm not in the city. I'm kind of like, seems like in the middle of nowhere on the main road. <laughs> Nothing wrong got, with that sometimes though, either. <laughs> no, it's good for me because I'm a country boy kind of thing. You know, I have a piece of property and some woods and stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I like to ride motorcycles and get out there and, uh, um, but, uh, you know, the community inside this space, though, it's it's a worldwide access. I mean, like we're talking to people in El Salvador, Miami and Florida, Phoenix, you know, Germany, uh, you know, uh, Australia. Austria. Yeah. And, no, and I, when you talk Bitcoin, though, all these people from around the world, all these different accents and languages all agree and find the power and the love and the sovereignty. And they become instant best friends, especially when you're like spreading and amplifying each other's signals. It's like, Joe, you have me on your podcast is amplifying the signal, you know, and, uh, you know, you wearing the shirt is amplifying our signal. So together we are living in this very symbiotic relationship with the amplification of this higher thought process, you know, gifted to us by Satoshi, that son of a bitch. <laughs> it, it, it's so beautiful though but but sometimes like this blows my mind like when you think about you know 
I, I, I'm not a super spiritual or religious person or, you know, I mean, you, you kind of touched on it at the beginning, you know, people joke about Bitcoin being a religion, but it, it's not even that to me as, as much as sometimes Bitcoin just feels destined. It just feels like, you know, all these little twists and turns and, and the way things work, it just seems like there's a destiny for Bitcoin to, to be the you know, the, the savior of mankind. I mean, as crazy as that sounds, I, I mean, I, well, it sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, but I believe it. I, it, uh, it just feels like it's destined. It's like, you know, all these politicians doing their politician things, right. And, you know, trying to keep us down and, you know, Bitcoin just flies under the radar, flies under the radar until it's ready. And I I think that's where we're at is I think we're seeing Bitcoin coming out. Here's a really good example of what you're talking about here. So, uh, you know, the, the world's moving in strange and mysterious ways. Right now, uh, you know, after the whole mask and vaccine lockdowns, you know, it's going worldwide. Hong the, world's never, <laughs> the world's never done things in unison like that. And having these truckers come and start fighting for our rights and stuff and having places like Ottawa in gridlock, you know, to abolish these mandates, that's that's a form of freedom I have never seen. I've never felt so proud to be an American in my entire life, knowing that the Canadians are standing up for us and to know that now there's a 70 or 80 mile long, uh, you know, caravan of these trucks, you know, that are headed to United States. I've, I've heard now too, cause they're, they're starting to spread all over the place. Cause this is like the be- most beautiful thing of civil unrest I've ever seen. So guess what just happened with the GoFundMe, you know, all the thing trying to support the truckers, but what happens to the fiat? They fuck you over, they take your funds and lock it down. <laughs> so what happened after that? You have people like Greg, uh, Greg Foss and Preston Syke reach out to like BTC sessions and, you know, start going on like the, 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 the tally or what, whatever it's called, the uh, tally coin or something. Tally coin. Tally coin. Yep. So, uh, you know, watching what they're doing with this now is like, this is exactly why the network is, I mean, I, I feel like this is what it's used for. I mean, one of the best ways to utilize the Bitcoin network is to have that, your your funds protected through that sovereign network to where these banksters can't just take it and just pause it. We literally have access to all those funds to be able to distribute on a fly over that global decentralized network it is like the most beautiful thing built into that system that the world's looking at now because they're like wait nine million dollars got put in hostage and can't use it now but now these bitcoiners are like (laughs) getting in gear and they've raised like six bitcoin now in the past oh no 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 i i just just looked right now it's 8.8 almost 8.9 so we're, we're definitely hitting real money territory that's a, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's absolute the, the, and, and it's, it's the first real use case for the Western world. Right. Uh, I mean, there's been, there's been smaller, you know, use cases for, you know, if you're in Venezuela or if you're in, uh, if you're a protester in Nigeria and things like that. And, and theoretically it's, it's been, been out there, but this is the first and zero hedge wrote a story or a, a blog post about it. This is the first real use case uh, scenario for the censorship resistance of Bitcoin. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. 
I, oop, <laughs> sorry. I, I can't get over how, how the, the polite genteel Canadians are out there honking and driving people nuts. It's, it just warms my heart every day. And unfortunately, you know, so, so I I've got my orange pill side, but I've also got the black pill side where I'm like, governments are going to crush them. And, you know, but you know what, every time I start to go down that path of like the darkness and, uh, thinking like, oh, government's going to win. It, I, I have to pull it back because like I said, th- there's this destiny and and it is Bitcoin. It, it's, uh, you know, things just keep, they just keep taking these twists and turns and and it just keeps coming up roses for Bitcoin. And, you know, that doesn't mean it's all going to be peaches and cream, you know, from here to uh, hyper Bitcoinization. But uh I, 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 I've fully taken the orange bill. I, I went back for more and more and more and more. Uh, and it's just, uh, it, to me, it always just feels like it's destined to, to be. And, uh, it, it just, it, every day, more and more normies are realizing what, what this thing can do and also what their governments are doing to them. And I mean, the, the, the COVID bullshit, I think what woke a lot, a lot of people up that probably sped up Bitcoin adoption by, I don't know, probably 20 years. <laughs> it's, it's amazing though. It, it absolutely is amazing. You know what? I, I don't want to cut you short here, but uh, I got to get the dogs out and I need to go back to my uh, fiat slave job. So, uh, so I, I can continue to stack. Oh, I also wanted to give a shout out. You, you mentioned uh, Swan Bitcoin and uh, we had somebody on the telegram group asking about uh about what uh what exchanges or or what services to use here and uh i mentioned that even though i i haven't used them but you've had good luck with them oh yes one bitcoin.com forward slash brandon martin for ten dollars and free bitcoin if you'd like to sign up today (laughs) yeah uh, and then also, you know, um, uh, the big thing about Swan, though, is, you know, they're, uh, uh, they're the cold storage facility that you, you can dollar cost average with. So every week, you know, I take a little bit out and put on a more protected kind of exchange. Uh, well, I wouldn't say exchange, more like you're, you know, they offer Bitcoin, they're Bitcoin Maximus. They don't offer anything else and they don't keep it on, you know, like a, the hot networks. It's they, they put it in that cold storage. So to learn about more about the securities and stuff. And I, I just feel really comfortable with them since they're the main sponsors of the Orange Pill podcast. And uh, Max and Stacey have been preaching Swan since I've uh, started watching them. So I feel pretty comfortable there. But I mean, I, I use other things as well uh, just to kind of keep my funds distributed around different places. Like, you know, I have a cold card wallet and, I, you know, I use a, a cash app sometimes, on, uh, you know, to kind of, just have uh around and so it's it's fun to start playing with different wallets and stuff and <laughs> swan's a good one uh no no swan's so in my minneapolis uh bitcoin meetup uh we've got brandon quinton i don't i don't you might know him on twitter or not but uh he actually works for swan and uh, i always feel guilty that like swan is the only exchange that I, i've never used because i like i've signed up for coinbase and gemini and you know all the other ones but i'm i got to the point where i'm like god i've got enough kyc uh information out there i just gotta i gotta limit it so i'm just down to strike and cash app is is all i've been using lately so it, it's uh 
anyways, I, I, that that's off topic, but, but before we go here, I will leave a link. I've got all kinds of uh, homework to do. I, I should leave a, an Amazon link to those glasses because I yeah. will tell you what, after, after you were wearing those in, uh, in Austin, I bought a pair for Phoenix. <laughs> I bought a pair for Phoenix and talk about conversation starters. Uh, the macho man, Randy Savage glasses are conversation starters uh, to no end, but so, so I'm going to link, let, let me see here. I, I'm making a list for myself here. I got a link to your Twitter, your Etsy. I'm going to link to uh, the book of Max because everybody needs a copy of this. Uh, I'll find your Instagram and what else do, what, what else, uh, what else do the people need to know? <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Twitter, Etsy, book of Max, Instagram. Uh, those, those are the majority of uh, you. That's, that's it right there. Actually, that's, <laughs> that's basically what I've got so far. I, I'm going to probably make a website this year for, uh, or like a link tree also for all these things. Uh, maybe I'll get that in gear, but uh, uh, I'll be working on a new website so I can have everything in one spot. For the mo most of these things tons of content i mean i like i said i got uh videos of max at the different events got like background uh, uh footage of like you guys and talking and stuff and just all kinds of behind the scenes stuff i don't know about you specifically but we'll get some footage <laughs> stuff. we're gonna we're gonna get you hammered drunk and get you tattooed on bitcoin <laughs> beach but in miami you know for the convention possibly possibly uh, i'm gonna stuff for fun uh, be, be, before before you go too, you have to promise me that you will not tattoo anything that goes on screen. <laughs> Maybe a nice, nice Mike Tyson tattoo down my uh, sideburns. Uh, yeah, th th this is off limit uh, unless I uh, unless you also refer a div divorce attorney as well. So, <laughs> oh. no. it's your first one. Yeah, no, I, I, I've got none. And uh, like I said, it, it's, you know, in Phoenix, I might have had a few too many to drink when I was talking about that. So d d don't don't go out of your way to bring any equipment for me because that, that's... Oh, no, uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring some equipment. If it's not you, it's someone else. I'll find somebody. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, well, I, 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 I apologize, but I do need to run here. But uh, you definitely should come back and... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll maybe we'll all sit down in Miami and, and record a copy or a version of the podcast too, because I I'm just, I'm so looking forward to Miami. It's uh, not even just seeing you guys. I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. They keep talking about uh, Bukele's going to make a big announcement. So, uh, you know, we, we could speculate to what that is, but uh, you know uh, who knows? And, you know, everybody that's listening, if you've listened to this point, you have to go check out El Brandon because it's uh, it's definitely worth your time and we will have you back as soon as we can. Peace out guys. <laughs>